Welcome to Medical Motherhood for May 28, 2023. I'm Shasta Kearns-Moore. Medical Motherhood keeps you up to date each Sunday morning on national and international news relevant to those raising disabled and neurodivergent children. Please consider a paid subscription to support my continuing freelance reporting on these topics, too. You can do that online at medicalmotherhood.com. I've been enjoying seeing your pictures, portraying your experiences with medical motherhood. Some are hard and heartbreaking, while others are funny or beautiful, but all of them show the fierce love and devotion you have for your kids. Send in your photos to Shasta at MedicalMotherhood.com. This week's powerful portrait is from Haley Palmer. It is a young girl recovering on a hospital bed after EEG nodes for seizure monitoring have been removed from her scalp. It's Medical Motherhood's News Roundup, snippets of news and opinion from outlets around the world. From Disability Scoop... Medicaid and disability programs could face cuts in debt ceiling negotiations. The future of Medicaid and other programs critical to people with disabilities are on the line amid a Washington standoff over the nation's debt ceiling, advocates say. President Joe Biden and leaders in Congress are working to reach a deal to avert a first-ever government default. Without an agreement, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has warned that the U.S. could hit what's known as the debt ceiling as soon as June 1st. Last month, Republican-led U.S. House of Representatives passed a bill to raise the country's debt limit, the amount of money that the government is permitted to borrow. The bill includes work requirements for Medicaid beneficiaries and significant cuts to domestic spending, which would affect everything from education to employment, housing, and other programs for people with disabilities. The measure was seen as a non-starter for Democrats who control the Senate, but disability advocates say the bill shows what's at risk in the negotiations to avert a fiscal crisis. Given the consequences to the economy, there is enormous pressure to reach an agreement that can pass the House and the Senate, said David Goldfarb, Director of Policy at the ARC of the United States. In addition to Medicaid cuts, I'm very concerned about caps to discretionary spending, which will hurt people with disabilities. Caps to discretionary spending would mean less funding for accessible housing, less funding for special education, and a worsening Social Security Administration customer service crisis, and so much more. Advocates have been particularly alarmed by Republican efforts to impose work requirements on many Medicaid beneficiaries. Even with exemptions for people with disabilities and their parents and caregivers, they say that additional red tape would make it likely that individuals will lose coverage, which could include access to home and community-based services. From KCII 8 in Iowa, These kids need a voice. 
Parents worry about budget cuts to agencies helping special needs kids. Iowa has nine Area Education Agencies, or AEAs, that provide special education services to public and private school students across the state. The agencies also help families who have infants and toddlers with special needs. State lawmakers agreed months ago to increase public education funding by 3%, which will boost how much state aid school districts and AEAs get for each student enrolled in public school. Despite that increase, Republican lawmakers also agreed to reduce state funding to the agencies by nearly $30 million next year. They made that change while finalizing the state budget during the last week of the session. It is the largest of ongoing budget cuts that AEAs have faced for decades. Lawmakers are required each year to cut AEA funding by roughly $7.5 million. John Sheldahl, Chief, Chief Administrator for the Heartland Area Education Agency, says lawmakers also have also approved an additional $15 million cut for the past several years. But Sheldahl says agencies were shocked when Republican lawmakers approved a $22 million budget cut this year instead. We were fully expecting a $15 million cut at the end of the session. We get one every year, Sheldahl said but we weren't expecting the extra $5 million cut. We're getting less than we budgeted for, and we're getting less to budget for staff going forward. Sheldahl says students who get direct services, including speech, physical, or occupational therapy, could get them less often. It'll impact our ability to add the staff that we need to keep up with the growing population, Sheldahl said. It will decrease the frequency with which many students receive services, how often, and for how long. Parents of children with special needs worry about what a future with fewer services would look like. From the Associated Press via The Hill, Double Amputee Everest Climber Pledges to Work for Benefit of People with Disabilities. The first double above-the-knee amputee to climb Mount Everest returned from the mountain on Tuesday, pledging to dedicate the rest of his life to helping people with disabilities. Hari Buddha Madgar, a former Gurkha soldier who lives in Britain, reached the peak of the world's highest mountain last week. My main aim for the rest of my life is going to be working to bring awareness about disability, Magar said, on his return to Kathmandu, Nepal's capital. As a soldier in the Gurkha regiment and the British Army, Magar lost both of his legs in Afghanistan when he accidentally stepped on an improvised explosive device in 2010. If a double-above-knee amputee can climb Everest, you can climb whatever mountain you face, as long as you are disciplined, work hard, and put everything into it, he said. Magar was born in a remote mountain village in Nepal and later was recruited by the British Army as a Gurkha. He now lives with his family in Canterbury, England. Medical Motherhood brings you quality news and information for raising disabled and neurodivergent children. Get it delivered to your inbox each Sunday morning or give a gift subscription. Subscriptions are free with optional tiers of support. Thank you to our paid subscribers. Follow Medical Motherhood on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, or Pinterest. The podcast is also available in your feeds on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. 
Visit the Medical Motherhood merchandise store through a link on our website. Do you have a story to share or an injustice that needs investigation? Tell me about it, and it may become a future issue. Thank you for listening. Our music was composed by Ehimitsu and used under a Creative Commons license. Mama Radio. Oh, Mama all day.